1: for seven years, Republicans have called the Affordable Care Act, popularly known as Obamacare, a disaster, and they vowed to repeal and replace it. But doing so has not been easy. The Congressional Bus- Budget Office scored uh, the first two versions of the Republicans' American Health Care Act, and said it would result in both of them would result in 24 million people losing health insurance. House leadership has had to contend with protests by hardcore conservatives that the bill doesn't go far enough, and it's also had to contend with. Complaints by other Republicans that the bill goes too far. Changes made last night would eliminate the requirement that all health insurance plans cover 10 essential health benefits, including hospitalization and maternity care. But it isn't clear those changes will get enough conservatives on board to pass the bill, and the fate of the bill is up in the air as we speak. With us to talk about the bill and its chances of passage are Nicholas Bagley, a professor at the University of Michigan Law School, and Alden Bianchi, a member of Mintz Levin, Cohn Ferris Klauski, and Papio. Nicholas, um, the the big change revolved uh, at the last minute, you know, the last round of changes seemed to revolve around these essential health benefits um, that were required by Obamacare and now seem to be removed from requirements that health health insurance plans provide. Can you explain to us what this means for the bill?
2: Sure. Uh, and, and I should say right at the outset that It's actually not altogether clear what the most recent changes mean for the bill. This amendment was written in haste, and it is kind of a train wreck of legislative language. Um, But let me back up. The essential health benefits are those benefits that health plans in the individual and small group markets have to cover, and they include things like maternity services and mental health coverage that lots of plans prior to the ACA didn't cover and Republicans object to the price tag uh, of those mandatory benefits, and they'd like to make it easier for health insurers to strip them out. Um, The Freedom Caucus insisted on that as a price of their vote, and so they got this funny uh, amendment to the bill, uh, into the bill last night, uh, that on its face looks like it's an effort to strip out the essential health benefits. It's not clear that it achieves that goal. The only goal that it... Definitely achieves is to introduce still more uncertainty into the individual insurance markets for 2018. It's um, like I said, kind of a train wreck where we see haste making real waste.
0: Alden, does that include as well stripping away uh, benefits for drug prescriptions and other things that are that seem essential to healthcare coverage, surgery, ambulance?
2: It really could. Those those ten essential health benefits are are a laundry list of things that include the items that you just mentioned. Uh, What's curious is is you could get a long way toward the whole list of ten essential health benefits if you just leave in the four key ones that are the drivers of of a plan's actuarial value, inpatient hospital, outpatient hospital, imaging, and, and prescription drugs. Uh, but but that could leave an awful lot of other things on the table, and then you wouldn't know what you're buying from from state to state or or, or market to market. Does your plan include this and not that? Uh, I agree with Nicholas. This is is is, is it's really confusing.
1: Nick, let's uh, uh, say that, that the legislative language problems that you, you cited are taken care of, and this really does eliminate the essential health benefits requirement. Donald Trump in the campaign talked an awful lot about the idea of selling insurance across state lines. How does, does the essential health benefits provision affect that?
2: a very good question, because what the bill actually does is return authority to the states to establish their own essential health benefits. So Mm -hmm. the states will be the ones deciding what sorts of health plans can be sold in their state. Well, how does that work when you can sell plans across state lines? Then, you know, I I, I don't know how the two, you know, I, I don't know how the two requirements can play nicely with one another. It seems like Either a certain benefit is essential within a state, or it's not essential within a state. Um, But allowing sales across state lines, it suggests that you can buy plans that have bare-bones coverage requirements from a far-distant state, even where your state has chosen to cover a more expansive roster of essential health benefits. Again, it's an unholy mess. Um, The two kinds of uh, policy changes they want to make just don't work well together.
1: Well, some more of the uncertainty is whether or not this bill is going to pass. Latest reports are that House Speaker Ryan was going to the White House to speak to the president about the prospects for passage. And there's much speculation that he's telling the president that the votes may not be there for this bill to get through the house there's also spec there's also some reports that the president intends to blame speaker ryan if this does not pass so the politics of this seem to be at least as complicated as the legislative language that um we're having some trouble parsing out the meaning of